0: Welcome to my podcast. Today we're doing a Bible study. So grab your Bible, grab a pencil and some paper, and let's go. Hello and welcome to Grace Recipient's. I am David, your host, with the most appreciation for what God has done and what He continues to do in my life. And I hope that you're at a place or you can get to a place where you can say the same things in your life about what God has done and what He continues to do. Before I get into this Bible study today, I want to... Um, make reference to something I said in my first podcast episode in the introduction that I kind <clears> of <throat> kind of listened back to, and I kind of felt like um, I should expound on it just for a minute. So I'm going to play back the clip that <clears throat> of what I said, and then I'm just going to kind of uh, discuss it. So here's the clip. I want to have an avenue where I can put my voice out there and my ideas out there. So, okay. So I want to have an avenue where I can put my voice out there and my ideas out there. Okay. So it's the part where I may, I say my ideas. Now I want to have an avenue And I want my voice to get out there because this is, I want people to know this is me speaking. This is what I believe. I don't want my ideas to be out there. Okay. This is not my idea. So I want an avenue where I can put my voice out there and my strong belief in the scriptures that this is what God is wanting for us. Not my ideas What I strongly believe Is is the word of God And is the truth So I, I don't want to give the wrong Idea that I'm just coming up here and, and just doing my own thing And this is my idea And I'm trying to put something new out there No, this is what I feel like The scripture is saying to us So with that being said Let's get on to the Bible study Hello and thank you for taking your time out to check out this podcast. I feel like when people uh, come to a, a realization in their life that they want to uh, kind of play around with the thought of of living for God, um, they may, for whatever reason, they may feel like they're empty inside. Um, and nothing else is working for them. So they have this kind of idea, well, maybe I'll give church a shot. Um, I think that's uh, not a very good way to go about it. Um, I feel like if they gave God a shot, they gave church a shot, that God still could touch them. Um, God could still work in their lives. Uh, the Bible says that we're we're saved by the foolishness of preaching. So the preaching of the word is is what what opens our our heart. You know, the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of the Lord. And so we need we definitely definitely need that preaching uh, to pick us up um, and save our souls. Um, but I think prior to really getting a good touch from God, or if we're just going to quote unquote try church out or try God out, we we need we really need to have a a uh, a mindset that you know God is real. Um, so I've entitled this uh, uh, Bible study or podcast. I've I've titled it believing. What we seek, um, and I want to take us starting at Hebrews chapter eleven, verse six. Now, this is going to be a lot of scripture for this Bible study here. Um, I'll I'll do some talking, but I'm I'm just gonna go go straight through and read a whole lot of scripture, um, and I probably won't have time to. Uh, give you to flip through your Bibles to look for that specific verse. So I'm just going to read it. Um, I'll try not to go too fast, but uh, I get excited sometimes. uh, So I'll do the best I can. So Hebrews 11 and six says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Okay, so before we can go any farther in a walk with God, we must come to an understanding, uh, number one, of God's existence. we got to believe that God exists. we got to believe that he's real. I mean, we have to have that little bit of faith. And I think if you're listening to this podcast, um, then you've already got that part down. You've already... Uh, said to yourself, well, well, I think God's real. Um, I just want to know a little bit more about him. Um, but when I say, when, when the scripture says this, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, I, I believe there's more than just believing that God exists, but it's it's believing that he is Fill in the blank Question mark He is what He is who Okay So th- this is what I want to establish In this Bible study I want to establish Who God is Okay Who God is Okay so first Who is God Alright Um in the book of Genesis, chapter one, um, that the Bible says, "In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth." So, first off, who is God? Well, God is God. God is He. God is before all things. Um, in the beginning, God. That's you know, we 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 can't put an origin on God. We just know by faith. That God is and was and is to come, or was and is and is to come. He's there. Isaiah 44 and 24. Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, and listen to this. He that formed thee from the womb, I am the Lord that maketh all things, the Lord that stretcheth forth the heavens alone, and spreadeth abroad the earth by myself. Okay, so in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And here in Isaiah, God's confirming that he made the heavens and the earth by himself. Um, God stands alone in the creation of this world. Isaiah 44 and verse 6 says, Thus saith the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. I am the first, I am the last, and beside me there is no God. So God is before all things. So going deeper, since we're talking about the beginning, let's go to John chapter 1 and verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. God in the beginning stood alone. But by his words, all things were created, and God has no form. Let me tell you this: God has no form. John four and twenty-four said that God is a spirit. God is a spirit. John one and three says all things were made by him, and without him was not was not anything made that was made. Again, God was alone and by his word was the heaven and the earth created. He had no form. And when man began to be put on this earth, I want you to understand that God still had no form or body. But in John chapter one and verse 14, the Bible said that the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And listen to this. We beheld the glory as if the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. All right, so that invisible God, who was the Word and who spoke all things into existence, was made flesh. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was God, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Okay, so John chapter one and verse eighteen: No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten son which is in the bosom of the father he hath declared him okay so now we're, we're diving deeper into who god is okay no man has seen god B- but that's kind of strange because in john chapter 1 and 14 you know in john chapter 1 we find out that, that the word was god and then 1 and 14 we find out that god was made flesh Uh, and be and we beheld his glory as the only begotten of the father and so now the bible says no man has seen god at any time only the begotten son declares him so we got to figure out now who is the begotten all right And, and and i know this is obvious to a lot of us that may be listening uh you may not fully believe but uh Bible, you may not be a Christian, but this is something that's been taught for years, for for years, okay? So, at least 2,000 years, okay? So, John 3 and 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the The world, but that the world through him might be saved. Okay, so again, the question who is the begotten? Because we got to really know who this begotten son is, because this begotten son is the one that's going to declare who God is. Luke 1 and 30, And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shalt call his name Jesus. Amen. so we can recognize here that Jesus is, in fact, the begotten of the Father. So now let's establish who the Son is. Isaiah 9 and 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Now let's get more involved in this. This is where that same angel that appeared to Mary, he also appeared to Joseph and he spoke in Matthew 1 and 18. This Bible says, now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately, But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all of this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a Son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted God with us. Then Joseph raised, being raised from his sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took upon unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and called his name Jesus. So Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. So let me recap: In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. No man hath seen God at any time, the, uh, except for the only begotten Son who hath declared Him. And when Jesus was asked to show the people God, He says this: "I" in John ten and thirty. "I and my Father are one." So, here Jesus is. I believe, declaring who God is. Jesus is the begotten, the only begotten of the Father, the only begotten of God, and he's declaring, I and my Father are one. John 14 and 1, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not true, I would not have told you. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whether I go, ye know, and the way you know. And Thomas said unto him, this is in John 14 and 5, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, then ye should have known my Father also, and from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. Wow. Wow. So Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the father and it suffices. And Jesus said unto him, have I been so long time with you? And yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the father. And how sayest thou then, show us the father? I think Jesus is trying to say something. I and my father are one. We're together. If you seen me, you've seen him. So let's go deeper into this. Colossians 1 and 12. Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into into the kingdom of his dear Son, Jesus, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. We will discuss this later. Okay, who is the invisible or image of the... Invi- okay, so we're talking about Jesus. And Colossians 1.15 says that Jesus is the image... Of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by Him, Jesus, were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by Him and for Him. Hmm. It sounds a lot like uh, uh, the Scripture where, where, where uh, uh, in Isaiah, where where He was saying, "I stretch forth." The heavens. I stretch forth the earth by myself. All things were created by him and for him. And he, Jesus, is before all things. And by him, all things consist. And he, Jesus, is the head of the body, the church, who is in the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him, Jesus, should all fullness dwell. All right, Colossians 2 and 9 says, For in him, Jesus, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So I'm I'm, I'm trying to establish who God is. God created the heavens and the earth. Jesus was before all things, and by him all things exist. All things were created by him and for him. Jesus Philippians 2 and 5, let this mind be in you, which also was in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. There should be no doubt in our minds today reading these scriptures as to who God is. Amen. Let this mind be in you. God the, the, who who Jesus Christ, who being in the form of God, there's only one God. Thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and came down to this earth, and was made in likeness of man, and became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. There should be no doubt in our minds that who who God is. Deuteronomy 6 and 4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. Now this was a commandment that throughout the timeline of Israel, from Moses to today, the Jews have always believed with the passion that there was one God. Now I want you to listen to this testimony of of Saul, uh, but later changed to Paul, who was the, the writer of most of the New Testament uh, epistles. Acts chapter 9 and verse 1, And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogue, that if he found any of this way, what were we talking about? Well, Christianity, what they call Christians. Uh, Anybody that believed that Jesus was the Messiah, Amen, whether they were men or women, that he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. Now, just to give you a, an idea of who Saul was, Saul was a Pharisee. He was also a member of the Sanhedrin, which was top-notch, like the, the highest of uh, law officials out there, like like major bar on the uh, lawyer perspective. And uh, these guys were serious about laws, and they believed that all their lives ever since childhood that there was only one God. And this is what Paul believed, Saul believed. Saul believed all his life. He lived his, his life by the word of the law, and he tried to do that which was right uh, according to God's word. And so as he journeyed, he came near to Damascus, and suddenly there shined a round about him a light from heaven and he fell to the earth and he heard a voice saying unto him Saul Saul why persecute thou me and he said unto him lord who art thou now Saul knew in his mind that god was speaking to him and so he questioned god and said who are you if you're saying i'm persecuting you then tell me who you are and the lord said i am jesus who you persecute so th- this is to help us to understand that that when we see God we've got to understand who he really is and the magnitude of what God done for us that God himself was manifested in the flesh and came down to this earth and he himself died on Calvary's cross and he himself was resurrected and he himself ascended into heaven and he himself was poured out on the upper room on the day of Pentecost when the 120 people were in the upper room praying and they began to speak with other tongues. And so the Bible gives us so much evidence as to who God really is and how serious he is uh, to let us know that he would go as as far as to have this conversation right here in John chapter 8 and 19. Then said they unto him, where is thy father? And Jesus answered, ye don't know me? nor my father if you had known me you should have known my father also and then Jesus said again unto them I go my way and ye shall seek me and shall die in your sins whether I go you cannot come and then said they said the, then said the Jews will he kill himself because he said whether I go you cannot come and he said unto them ye are from beneath I am from above ye are, of this world. I am not of this world. I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins for if you believe not that I am him, you shall die in your sins. I think God is really serious about us understanding who he really is and what he really done. Now God who created the heavens and the earth who was a spirit he did manifest in the flesh and he walked on this earth as Jesus Christ not as uh, the son of God in 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 uh, in the sense that that I have a son and I'm a father and my son because he takes on my last name he's a part of me no in the sense that I myself I didn't, God doesn't love the world so much that he called Junior over here and said, hey, go die for these people. No, Jesus, God himself died for us. And that's something we've got to understand. And Jesus says right here, if you believe not that I am. Now in your Bible, in italics, it says he, but originally, if you believe not that I am. I remember in the scripture, Abraham, when well not Abraham, when Moses was being called to free the people of Israel from, from, or the Hebrews from uh, Egyptian bondage, Moses said, who shall I say is sending me? And God said, tell them the I am is sent you. And Jesus is saying here, I am. If you don't believe, believe not that I am, you're going to die in your sins. It's a sin not to understand who God really is. Now, I started this Bible study uh, with Hebrews 11:6. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him, for He that cometh to God must believe that He is. He is. He is what? He is Jesus. And he is a rewarder then that diligently seek his faith, diligently seek him. Uh, God wants to reward us in this life and outside of this life. But he is desiring for us to come to him. And the only way that we can really go to him is believing that he is. The creator, believing that he is Jesus, believing that he is our salvation. And when we get to a point that we believe this, then our reward is our salvation. And we'll talk about this in later Bible studies. But our reward is our salvation. And our reward is going over to the other side when either the rapture happens or Or whether it's our time. So I appreciate um, everybody that listened to this podcast today. Um, Please stay tuned for more. I have more Bible studies that I would love to share. Until then... Hey, grace is for 100% of humanity and you're involved in that percentage. Be a partaker of grace. God bless you and thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. I sure hope you're enjoying these podcasts, uh, these Bible studies, as well as the topic about grace. I realize that I may have beliefs that some disagree with. I want to give you an opportunity to speak to that. So if you want to email me comments, questions, if you want to correct me, then please email me at grace for all the letter M at gmail.com that's grace for all the letter M M is in ministry at gmail.com and I would love to read everybody's comments to me about this questions if you were to email me an audio Clip of your comment, question, or critique, there's a good chance that I would play it on another podcast. Feel free uh, to en- enlighten me. <clears throat> I don't have all the answers. I do have a God and I do have a Bible. <laughs> Amen. So um, um, if we need to get further um, in detail with studying, I am all for it. Iron sharpness iron. I just ask that your comments to me would be respectful. And I will be respectful to you as well. God bless.